I don't mind the really like rogue start that we have. You know how like we're still like check check check. <laughs> we're rolling. It's into probably it. not going to be like that most of the time, but I, I, I think it'll always be. It was just a random cut of a conversation that we had prior. I, I like it. It makes it feel really natural. Like this. What? <laughs> <laughs> Doss, back again, episode three. Who would have thought we'd make it this far? And uh, with the really the reception we've had from uh, you know everyone that's been listening and just sending in all that fan mail and all that kind of stuff, it's been a huge response, hasn't it, man? I'm amazed. I'm amazed the budget has got us this far too. To be fair, I didn't think we'd be yeah. able to afford it, but no, you know, everybody's getting. Yeah, no, it. but in all seriousness, I got a pretty stern message from mum. I think she's she's still one of the three listeners we've got. She's not really impressed. So uh, I reckon we just carry on. She probably won't listen to any more from here on out. <laughs> yeah, well, my mum wants to pull her investment. She's like, no. <laughs> yeah. But she was she was supposed to be today's mystery guest and she's pulling out of the, the investment. Yeah, no, no mama Slater today, sadly. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. Well, Doss, um, hopefully you've got some good news for what's been happening in your life this week. Oh, right. right. I better start us off strong. <laughs> so oh. back in lockdown, um, living the dream, I guess, well, that lockdown dream. Um, so I, again, I'm going to put this out there. I'm, I'm, I'm restricted on my story capabilities, but um, I did get a big lesson in life this week. Um, from, it really does. Yeah. From the, so I'm kind of seeing this bird at the moment. And, um, and then we had, <laughs> had, a dis- <laughs> had a discussion. And on one day, and she was just like a bit worried things were going a bit fast. And I was like, oh, that's all right. That's sweet. Yeah, no worries. I can deal with that. So I was like, you know what? Let's see, like, I'll give her a couple of days off kind of thing. You know, see. Let's slow things down let's... drastically. <laughs> I was like, let's go, let's go for the old-fashioned silent treatment. <laughs> let's, oh, let's see bruh. how this goes. And, um, and I can confirm it didn't go well. <laughs> there was a bit of grumbling going on oh, no. a few days after. Yeah. Oh, dude. So, uh, yeah, lesson learned. It's not a good way <laughs> to... Well, I Doss, has silent treatment served you well in the past, though? I mean, well, fair to say. Uh, I mean, hopefully she's not listening to this and she gets too carried away. But, um, you know, this, one's, this one strikes me as being a little bit uh, well, you know, a little bit more serious than the usual. <laughs> well, to be fair, well, that's the thing. Because usually, like, the ghosting treatment works. So... Oh, right. <laughs> I was just kind of bringing in that philosophy, and um, yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't really co-align. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, my, I've learned. already learned. already given out a bit of free guide advice. There you go. Spitting spitting some game. Silent treatment, and uh, you know, doesn't really work when it's. Uh, a little bit more serious than just a one night stand by the sound of it. Yeah. Dost, that's, uh, that's helpful advice. I'll take that on myself. Um, but as far as what's been going on in my life, mate, the Olympics, just li- reliving some of the moments of the Olympics, some of the great moments, um, possibly one of the great Olympics for Australia ever. Um, I don't want to get too carried away with it. We've all heard about just how good Australia is, really punching above our weight per capita, probably the most athletic and uh, dominant country in the world. I think that's actually factually accurate true, yeah. to say. Factually true. Speaking of other things that are factually true, you know I'm a bit of a keen runner, Doss. I like to get out there and 
one foot in front of the other and uh, really just exercise as a sport, which has yeah. brought me countless hours of joy across my life. Um, I'd pretty much given up on going pro until I saw the women's marathon, mate. Marathon's my distance. And I saw Sinead Diver. Did you hear about Sinead Diver, Doss? Uh, is she the mum? Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah, and then... Wow, nice, Doss. I'm, <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> what I, do you mean? I was really hoping you'd set me up. Oh, I just thought you'd set me up for, you know, being like, let me explain about it. Well, you, you seem to know pretty well. She's but anyway, mom, she had for a those kid, listening that don't know... She wanted to lose a bit of weight. And then so she just started running. She started running at 33 years old. At 33 years old, absolutely ridiculous. Mm. She won, she came in the top 10 of the Olympics. So she was in the top 10 fastest marathon runners in the women in the entire world after 11 years of training, 44 years old. Wait, what? Mate, I didn't I'm know she 20, was 44. 44 years old. She crossed the line in two hours, 31 minutes and 14 seconds. Mate, I'm going for a two-hour 48-48, and I probably won't even get that in Melbourne. And this woman who started at 33 after having this mother, I should say, came through and absolutely smoked it. Incredible. 44 years old, top 10 fastest marathon runners in the world right now. So essentially, Doss, I'm going to call it right here. And I think in, in when the 2032 Brisbane Olympics come around, and I'm, uh, what's that, just over 11 years, I'll be 38 when I'm 38 years old and we're up to episode 8 trillion of this podcast and <laughs> Still going you know, we can't leave the house because we're so famous, that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, I, I'll be in the Olympics and we'll, we'll, we'll grab this moment. We'll, cap, we'll capture this little moment snippet here. And Channel 7, ABC, Channel 10, everyone will be replaying it. They'll be like, he called it when he was 27. He knew that when he'd be 38, he would be with running with the men at the 2032 Brisbane Olympics. There's a little bit of a uh, bit of inspo for you. Big call, today. but you know, that's what the road guide's here for. We're here to make the big calls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I am curious and, uh, though. So is this decision oh, more okay. based on you being impressed, uh, impressed by her feet? Or are you more impressed that she's more your type of woman in regards to being a MILF and in her mid, her mid forties? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I mean, all of the above. I think she's she's impressive <laughs> in every aspect, and I definitely look up to her. Um, and she, and when I when I come in the top ten, or even when I finish in the Olympics, I will say I, I like to thank my coach, my mum, my dad, you know, family, friends, blah blah blah. I might even give the road guide a shout, shout out. You better just as little uh, little <laughs> nuggy. Um, but I will say that my biggest inspiration will actually be. Sinead Diver, the Irish Australian. I swear, I swear, that's gonna be the case. Mark, mark my words, mate. You heard it here first. Yeah, fair enough. No, I respect that. That's a big call. I like it. But uh, I, yeah. I guess well, after that, you know, the Olympics chat. I feel like it's only fair that we move straight into our um, main topic of today, which is uh, brunch. Which the rogue guide to brunch, Doss. That is it, because brunch is the most important meal of the weekend. When you combine coffee and bacon and eggs, it's a dream duo. Yeah, mate. Uh, I've got to admit, I had to do some soul searching when uh, this came up as a potential topic. We wanted to sort of break things up a bit, not just give people guides, you know, the stuff that maybe they've heard before, but also some of the finer aspects of life. And brunch is definitely one of those. But the problem with brunch for me is that it's, it's such a fine aspect of life. It's nearly inaccessible here in the outback. We only just got a proper breakfast joint in Longreach. Um, you know, this is really, this is a really city slicker type 
segment. So you're going to have to carry it. That being said, well, I have this discussion with you I've been about... carrying most segments, so I'm getting pretty used to it. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. We, we have all the evidence on tape to know that that is absolutely, <laughs> profoundly not the case. But I'm going to let you have it because I like having you around and I can't do this myself. Um, <laughs> but it turns out that after talking with you, I said to you, mate, you know, this is some latte sipper, bloody Melbourne hipster, whatever, aristocrat bloody topic that most people can't relate to. You open my eyes. It turns out that every Saturday I do go and have brunch. So uh, I've got to say, I'm here for it. I'm going to give it my best shot using my limited expertise to uh, provide some questionable advice. And hey, that's what we're here for, right? Questionable advice is literally the foundation of this show this party <laughs> that's what we're here for and i reckon right, i reckon you get... yeah you've got a good step one for us yeah i reckon i'm gonna get things rolling with something we can all relate to and that is being hungover so step one it's great for being hungover oh, in fact it. i would say it is potentially one of the core meals for being hungover the first thing you look forward to when you wake up at like i don't know nine o'clock ten o'clock in the morning um it's it's brunch it's you want to get something light you want to get something where you can go out and maybe debrief and recap on what happened the night before because, you know, that's also a lot of fun. Everyone else is really haggard and you get stuff across. Mm. That being said, um, I actually, I remember having that exact experience. I remember having a big feed. I was sitting on a mattress in Victoria at your place. Uh, I don't know what I was eating. Was it pizza or something? I was eating with my hands. It was pr- <laughs> pretty gross. Um, I woke up the next morning and I was, I was rocked. I was completely shook. Um, because we live in separate parts of Australia, whenever we get together, you've sort of got to go for broke. It's an occasion. For all that lost time. Yeah. It is an occasion. And I definitely think that night we lived up to it. That being said, you, like the hungover king that you are, <laughs> managed to get up and start cooking up an amazing scrambled eggs and avo toast breakfast. And I just gotten into eating avocado and I was becoming a big fan. I was like, this is a superfood, you know, I can have it on anything it's really good for you tom brady has it as ice cream you know i'm going to work up towards that this is awesome dos is cooking it up i just have to sit down and eat it that being said in true dos fashion the serving size was huge <laughs> enormous the serving size was my... for a yeah a real man size which i probably oh, i no, overestimated oh, for yourself no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh look my track record will not support me rebuking that, so I'll uh, just let that one uh, go through and move on. Um, essentially, I got got through one, and I was completely full. And there was another one there. And the serving, I've got to say, very, um, very hospitable and uh, very generous of you. How much you cooked up? You definitely were sparing no expense expense for this brunch. Um, that being said, uh, I couldn't eat the whole thing, which is a, a recurring theme when we have dinners together and we have food together. <laughs> oh, <don't> um, <laughs> and I forced myself to eat the other half of the avo and scrambled eggs toast. And I have not eaten avocado since because I felt crook for at least 24 hours. I was just completely full, stuffed. Maybe I should have followed my own advice and had a tack bomb, but I was just, and I felt disappointed and disgusted at myself because it tasted great. You'd gone to effort. And yeah, I guess my, my key advice would be it's ideal for having hang, uh, ideal for when you're hungover is brunch. But if you're too hungover, you got to pick your battles. You got to know your limits. Don't ruin yourself the day after. If you've managed to survive the night, do not ruin yourself at brunch the next day. Yeah, fair. I think um, I guess that kind of mine correlates a little bit with uh, step two. It's uh, very much 
uh, what to order, which is the big, the big decision of the of the day. It really sets <laughs> you up for the day. And uh, but I'll tell you what, one thing I've experienced in Melbourne that I just didn't expect. Um, like I recently got into um, Eggs Benedicts, and I was like, yeah, this is really fancy. Yeah, I'm all about this. <laughs> You know, before that, I was just a big... Cultured dust. Yeah, I was just a big English breakfast guy, like the simple, simple shit. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. and then I moved on to the Eggs Bennies. And, uh, and now that I'm in Melbourne, I was like, hell yeah, I could be having them every weekend. Well, 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 no, I've missed that window. <laughs> Nowadays, <laughs> the, uh, the Eggs Benedicts don't really even exist anymore at most cafes wow. here. And if they do, it's, they're like really weird. They got like, they like got pork and like apple on them and just like really random stuff you don't expect. And um, yeah, and then even that with the rest of the menu, it doesn't just stop there. Like if you find a menu that has some resemblance of an Eggs Benedict, that's that's a win. <laughs> but for the most part, you there's just the most random shit. Like I heard of waffles uh, and bacon previously. And I was like, oh yeah, that's like, that sounds all right. And I had that's it That's actually once, pretty good. And it is pretty yum. Yeah. And the other place yeah. I went to uh, last week, it was it was um, fried chicken and waffles and maple what? syrup. And I was like, what? Damn. <laughs> like, that sounds great. I, I, I couldn't bring myself to eat it that day because I was trying to be healthy that day. But I, cause oh, damn, that's a shame. I wasn't hungover. That was probably the kicker. If I was hungover, I would have smashed it. But like, it's just... Yeah, for nothing like, honestly, fried chicken and being hungover. Oh, oh what a <laughs> oh, literally but there's just the most random stuff they put i can't yeah. even pronounce half the the food they have on the menus like i feel like i'm at an italian restaurant but <laughs> it's just it's literally all in english and i'm like what is this oh when you're on a date is, and you want to like what in- is this spaghetti <laughs> i was like where's the spag bowl <laughs> And you try to, especially when you're on a brunch date, you try to impress so you don't get something too simple. And then you're like, oh, like this one. And you just get the most random stuff and you just got to cough it. So it, yeah. it's just... And you a, also don't want to blatantly mispronounce the word and have them be like, oh, this, this savage, this, you know, this common man, this savage pleb that, you know, this uncultured swine which, can't even pronounce. Exactly. Because any... Bloody... Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere else, any... Ciabatta. Uh, Hollandaise? Hollandaise sauce? Yeah. <laughs> Hollandaise. Hollandaise sauce. Can I get some Hollandaise sauce, please? Yeah. Yeah. No, you definitely got to know what to order. And uh, even in my situation, I, I wish I could have maybe called it in advance to you and said just one, please. But uh, one thing that goes ties into all of the above is you got to pay a bit too much, I think. Regardless of what you order, big or small, you need to pay a little extra. Do you want to know why? It's because... I do. Just like a wedding, you put... You put wedding on something, it just gives them a license to charge you 18 <laughs> times what it should cost. You want to you want to go to this this bloody mountain top church chapel? You could go there any day of the week for free, but if you put wedding on it, it's going to cost you thousands of dollars. Brunch maybe won't set you back thousands, but uh, you can easily find yourself going for like a ciabatta with a smear of avocado, just a smear, and maybe an egg uh, that's maybe cooked how you egg. want it. If you're lucky, and definitely not bacon, and uh, you'd be paying about 30 bucks, I reckon, yeah. easily. And they would have this, it would all be on one side of the plate. And this is another thing about brunch. It's all on one side of the plate, and then the other side of the plate just has a smear of like sauce 
or flavor or maybe just some <laughs> greens that you can't even eat you know like a, it's a bit of lemon juice greens <laughs> yeah and it's like how great would it have been if i paid 30 bucks and this whole plate had food on it but that's the like, thing you didn't have to like i think the best part is like i find especially with lunch i'm like oh man i don't want to pay if i'm paying more than 12 dollars for lunch i'm i'm a bit sus i'm a bit disappointed in myself <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. That was silly. Mate, the Outback tax will kill you when you come out here, dude. <laughs> but if it's brunch, if I'm paying less than 30 bucks, I'm amazed. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that was so cheap. <laughs> like, I expect to be paid. And I think it's because yeah. it's two meals. It's breakfast and lunch. So, like, you're putting together the two $12 worth of each plus a coffee. It equates to be about 30 so bucks. Does- You'll have brunch and you'll skip lunch? Yes, definitely. Interesting. What do you mean? Why? Very interesting. <laughs> well, um, I, I don't know. I'm not sure you about that. You just said I in your that... first step, you had, you had brunch and couldn't eat for days. <laughs> yeah. That, and did that sound like a pleasant experience? Did that sound like I was... It did for your I bank was, account. You know, <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. It was very good. You students out there are bloody taking notes. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, all right, two slices of avocado toast loaded up with um, bloody scrape of the eggs after a hangover. I don't have to eat for a few days. I'm sorted. Yeah, that checks out. That definitely checks out. But, but mate, no, I find that you're paying 30 bucks and you're getting something that will only just tide you over till maybe midday, maybe one o'clock. I, I generally don't find that brunch means I'm skipping lunch. I find that it's it's just a very light precursor to lunch. I'd have a heavier breakfast and then a small brunch. I won't have lunch. But if I skip breakfast, I'll have a small brunch and I'll have lunch on top. Well, here's one for you. And this is where I'm going to roll into step four. What about <laughs> a bottomless brunch? Oh, what? Dude? So this is the next level. This is the, the game changer that's been quite recent, especially in Australia. Um, from my experience in the UK, it's very common, the old bottomless brunch. And um, it's actually... We haven't even heard of it out west. So. <laughs> the fact, it's just hit Melbourne now, which means that... Okay, so, it's a, so in like 10 years' time, we might yeah, hear about bottomless brunch. We might be brunch. able to experience one or two. Uh, but the benefit is, <laughs> you know, like we talk about it being an expensive brunch because it is, yeah, about $30, but bottomless brunches are cheap. And so bottomless brunches of free alcohol for that two hour window or 90 minute window. Wait. And they're usually about 50 or 60 bucks. So yeah, man, it's like, you know. um, What? You said alcohol? Yeah. Bottomless mimosas, bottomless beer, cider, wine. Most of it's incorporated. Some places even have cocktails. And yeah, and it's just, it's free for the whole two hours that you're there. You have to eat a brunch. That's one of the... The rules but um yeah it's dangerous it's so dangerous but it's so good because it's day drinking yeah it was it's just yeah that's non-stop like morning danger. drinking that's that's <laughs> really kicking it off yeah which is a it's a good sunday thing especially after a big day yeah. you just roll straight into a that actually sounds front, awesome and it's just game on game on mate when i'm when I'm in Melbourne, you need to show me one of these bottomless brunches places oh, because definitely. I'm I'm up for that, dude. I live about a hundred meters away from one, and I just keep looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do, dude. Of course you do. I live about I live about three thousand kilometers away from one, so yeah, yeah I'll uh, take advantage of that for sure. Um, wow, bottomless brunch—that's brilliant. And I tell you what, nothing would make that bottomless brunch with those bottomless mimosas, cocktails, whatever, 
uh, more satisfying and it's a bit it's a bit cheesy it's not it's not a super rogue piece of advice but I would suggest that step five is is the crew I'm sorry I've, I've got to be the, I've got to be a bit cliche a bit corny a bit cheesy here but that's what, that's what you're on the show been, for that's that is my that's, that's my lane I'm definitely <laughs> sticking to my lane here feel free to rebuke me on this dos but um, after every Saturday morning pretty much that I'm in Longreach we'll go and do park run um, and it's a crew of maybe 10 or so of us that go and do park run um, get up at seven o'clock run 5ks we'll chat afterwards cheer other Isn't people that the whole town but <laughs> you're telling me the town is unattended <laughs> while this park run is going on yeah you'll you'll have a bottomless brunch by hitting up one of the cafes and just pouring drinks over the counter <laughs> just, just walking in the pub what, you, what was he talking about there's bottomless brunches out here. <laughs> no but, um, then we'll all go back to uh, you know the, the new place that's opened up pretty much that does a brunch you know breakfast lunch brunch type of um, type of meal um, and then we'll be joined by maybe five or ten other people. We'll load up the entire front of the cafe. And I tell you what, it is absolutely awesome. It is so good, man. So good just to keep catch up with all your mates, all your friends, some people you don't know, some people you haven't seen in a while. Have some brunch, you know, blah, blah, blah. They have coffee. I'll have my hot chocolate or milkshake because I'm not a coffee drinking player. Because <laughs> you're not and, an adult. Uh, just, you know, <laughs> kick, kick, off the, kick off the weekend just like that, dude, yeah. you know? It's, uh, it's, it's the best way to get things It's rolling. the vibes. The vibes of a brunch are just hard to, hard to compete with. And like my favorite thing in that regards is that it's such a good mix of like your friends because I, like most of my brunches are usually Sunday mornings and um, they're usually with like, like my group, my crew, but like I go out, say with the footy boys, but I'll go for, to brunch with like my uni crew. And so some of them are morning yeah. people. And um, so they'll come along, they're all fresh. They've been up for hours. This is like their third coffee. And then they'll be like, <laughs> they'll be like me. And then there'll be like the one mate that like I dragged in that's picked me up from some random house and is just driven <laughs> straight to brunch. So I'm still in my my going out gear and um, and like, yeah, I caught flack for that for the first 10 minutes. But like after that, it's just like, you get such a good mix of um, the people. Yeah. And that's probably my yeah, favorite Yeah, you make thing. plans. I mean, even though your brunches typically sound like they happen on a Sunday, mine happen on a Saturday and you know what everyone's doing, you know where everyone's going. Everyone at the table gets an invite. It's just, you know, then the weekend starts off right. And you know what? After talking a little bit of smack on brunch, I have got to say, it is most certainly the most essential meal of the weekend. Yeah. No question. The highlight of the social calendar. So there you go. That's the road guide to brunch. You know, just one of the, you know, curveball topics we'll cover here. It's not just all the basic stuff. Sometimes it's the very basic stuff. And uh, Doss definitely coming through with a very basic suggestion. On what? This that maybe you haven't. Maybe you haven't put too much thought into, and it definitely is worth exploring. So uh, yeah. Doss, thanks for being. Thanks for being your basic self and uh, delivering Jesus. on this podcast. Well, there's another aspect of uh, the uh, brunch that I wouldn't mind. We'll get to, we'll get to, but it kind of leads us into our mystery guest, which is uh, my beloved friend, Justine Kane, and uh, who's recently become, yeah, Frost's friend as well. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to <laughs> welcome on the show, Jazzy. What's up, boys? How you going? Before we jump into your story about brunch, can you tell us a little bit, a little bit about yourself so that uh, the folks at home can get to know who oh, Jazzy God. C is? Um, okay, well, I am uh, a teacher. 
uh, from Melbourne um, and I like to do a lot of different things. Hello, Juzzy's principal, if he's listening to this. <laughs> this is where you <laughs> cut off. So, so, so. Uh, I like to change that. Uh, I'm, <laughs> um, I, I like to call myself um, a jack of all trades, but a master of none. So that's everything Classic. that people need to know about me. Wow. <laughs> very, Everyone's been very vague with their descriptions yeah, and of very themselves. I'm not sure if it's well. I'm like, people are going to think that we have... Do people know who they yeah, are? People are going to think we have very serious friends. <laughs> we are well, degenerate. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I'm <laughs> yeah. serious. Um, Hayden definitely brings out the less serious side of myself. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, Juzzy, actually, I can't, I can't really talk because I'm definitely wearing my, uh, my most uh, formal and, uh, you know, mature shoes whenever I'm on this podcast because I also have a job that requires me to not be an absolute degenerate. But that's why we have Doss here. He gets to, you know, satisfy that part of our uh, mentalities. <laughs> but that being said, you have a story to tell us this morning about brunch, I do believe. Yes. Well, it's loosely related to brunch, but I think I think it's good enough to share and I think the whole world should know it. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Just hum- humbly, I think I think the whole world. Yes. Well, well, the story Again, is related. There's no one to listens our... to this. <laughs> the whole one person in the world should know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to Bruce's mum. My mum. <laughs> Thanks, mum. No, well, this uh, this story is related to our um, our favourite Hayden Slater. Um, (laughs) and, uh, I might stitch him up here a little bit, but I hope that, um, I can tell the story as truthfully as possible. No, don't, don't let the truth ruin it. I'm totally embellishing everything. has been making up his weekly updates for weeks, so don't worry about that. Yeah. This story didn't happen. Disclaimer. No. (laughs) 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 Um, so this story begins uh, on the 27th of December, 2020, when, wow. when I um, and a lot of our other friends were flying up to uh, Noosa to spend New Year's all together. <laughs> God's country. <laughs> I was so excited. And I think the rest of us were always um, also pretty excited to leave the state that is Victoria. Yes, everyone would rather be in Queensland. <laughs> yeah. So I decided to fly up a couple of days early and, and I'd organised with Hayden, loosely organised with Hayden, that he would pick me up from the airport Key in word. Brisbane. Loosely. <laughs> oh, no. no. Which is two hours away from Noosa, which is where And I in my defence, in my defence, I wasn't supposed to be... <laughs> Uh, going up to visit him early. I was supposed to be visiting another mate. However, he got put into lockdown in New South Wales. So we had to cancel that trip, but I'd already booked my flights. Um, so I was like, hey, change your plan. Hayden, can you pick me up from Brisbane Airport on the 27th? Uh, and then we could spend a couple of days together in Noosa setting up for the party that Hayden was going to have uh, when all his friends got up on like the 29th or something. Um So Hayden had said, I actually still have the messages, which still cracks me up. But Hayden had said, (laughs) 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 Hayden had said that, yeah, like it's all good. I'll sort it out. And I was like, okay, cool. All right. So I'm flying in at this time. Please be there. (laughs) This is Uh, the day after Boxing Day too, but. 
Yes. So you, just in case people aren't aware of dates. <laughs> but uh, Boxing Day is a great day to Gossie, go out. you're getting really defensive. I mean, just... you're getting defensive. I'm sure you went and picked her up just like she expected. <laughs> yeah, Carry he on, is Jesse. a gentleman and he picked me up. No, so I um, <laughs> pack everything up the, the night before and I have to get up at like 5 a.m. to catch a, must have been a 7 a.m. flight or an 8 a.m. flight. No, that's a lie. It was a 7 a.m. flight from Melbourne Airport to Brisbane Airport. And uh, so I, I opened my phone at 5 a.m. and I have a message from Hayden <laughs> saying, um, oh, my God, I have to find it. <laughs> saying home, Wait. saying home, please. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. no. Okay, the only time Hayden will message me at 5 a.m. is if he's drunk. <laughs> and, <laughs> Not and like... you've just woken up, your day's just yes. begun. And, I was like, oh God. and he texted me, he'd messaged me at like 4.15am and I was like, okay, so that means it's 3am. No. Which way I was does just trying to keep updating you. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, so they're an hour behind, is that right? Yes. Yeah, so it would have been 3am in... Um, in Malulaba or over the heck you were. And so I'm like, oh my God. So I messaged back as soon as I woke up and I was like, uh, are you okay? Did you make it home? Uh, and I got no response. And I was like, shit, is this, is this going to happen? And I was like thinking, okay, all right, I'm going to make it to the airport and I'll just worry about it there. And I had a business client, business class flight. So I was like, cool. I'm a chill in the lounge. Oh, I'm a sorted yeah, out. Like, that's yeah. a flex. <laughs> Our listeners are not feeling sorry for you. No, <laughs> that's all I'm no you, this is the one for Well, well I am never going to. F- <laughs> let's, ho- let's hope she gets what's coming to her. I, <laughs> I'm never going to fly business class again because it was a terrible experience. Thank you, Hayden. <laughs> so. So I get to the airport and Hayden finally responds and he's like, come coastal, I'm come coastal safe place. And I'm like, what the heck is he talking about? (laughs) And I was like, Hayden, are you going to be okay to pick me up from the airport? And he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll be sweet. I'm just going to go Kras for 25. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what the hell is he talking about? Oh no. So finally I get like to where I'm waiting for my flight and I give him a call and I was like, Hayden, and he is drunk as heck like I haven't heard him talk like this for a very long time and um he (laughs) on the phone call he's like I'm just gonna go get some fish and chips and I'm like Hayden it's 6am in Queensland (laughs) Hayden it's 6am you can't get fish and chips like nothing's gonna be open he's like it's fine I'll walk Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you underestimate Queensland? <laughs> Everything's open at 5 a.m. in Queensland. Sorry, I'm not a local, so I, my bad. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then he's like, I'm, I've just been sitting in the street and I'm just going to join a gang. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Hayden, where are you? Like, oh, no. do you need me to come and get you? <laughs> um, <laughs> so so I, I finished the call with, I fly in in two hours will you be okay to pick me up? Like, I'm going to call you when I land. And that's the last I heard from him. So I fly into Brisbane and I'm standing at the airport and I have no backup plan. (laughs) So what would you guys have done? (laughs) I'd put faith in me. Dust, that's exactly where Juzzy is, dude. She put faith in you. That's, you can't give her the advice uh, that she already to took. To be fair, I feel like 
Oh, oh mate, I'd be I'd be coming up with backup plans. I'd be I'd just be I don't know. I'd probably go into the city in Brisbane, maybe go watch a movie or something. <laughs> just, yeah, but I don't know. If like if I landed and hadn't heard from someone that was meant to pick me up, and the last I heard from them was when they were super drunk. <laughs> Well, then, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to assume they're not coming. <laughs> That's the safe bet. And if they are coming, I'm really... I don't want them coming if they're drunk because then they're going to be driving, which is ridiculously <laughs> unsafe. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, that's probably, yeah, I'd kill time in the city. I'm really interested to hear what you actually did, Jazzy, because in that situation uh, where I've completely lost contact with someone, uh, I mean... I'm, I'm probably waiting at the airport and rolling the dice on whether or not their phone ran out of battery or something, or maybe they're driving to pick me up and I haven't had time to answer. I don't know. I, I reckon I might be chilling at the airport. Not that I've got anything against going into town, into the city. That sounds like a great idea. But then I'd worry that I've, you know, separated myself from this person that doesn't have any way of contacting mm. me. And then I'll never get to, to the coast where I really want to be. So I'd probably be chilling at the airport. I'd find myself a place to plug in my iPhone charger and I'd just be watching YouTube or watching Netflix or whatever for the next three hours. I'm presuming that you didn't have to wait any more than three hours, but let's, uh, let's find out what exactly happened when uh, Doss stood you up at the airport. So thankfully, I did have a backup plan. Uh, and my Ooh. backup plan was Briley. One of my very good mates who lives in Queensland in Ipswich. Shout out to Riley, fan of the show. Actually. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. Riley, yes, Riley. Briley has now become um, a backup plan for everything. If if something goes wrong, call Briley. She'll fix it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so so what happened was in uh, I called Briley in the or I texted her when I got to the airport and I realized that Hayden was uh, lit. Mm, um yeah. and she was like okay well i'm in noosa um shout out to noosa just let me know call me call, yeah, shout, shout out to noosa. noosa everyone um, there is a fan of the show <laughs> and noosa is about uh like two hours from brisbane isn't it yeah yeah that's so, fair to say yeah so <laughs> i had called her and she was like look worst case scenario i'll come get you from from brisbane and i was like cool but call me when you land um, so I rang her and she was like, okay, all right, well, he's not going to come pick you up. She was also very, very mad along with her mum and her grandma. Ooh, um, which is just unnecessary. <laughs> like people, too much toxicity, so, just chill out. You know, life's going to be fine. No one died. <laughs> so thankfully I did actually know Brisbane and the Sunshine Coast area. Uh, well enough to know how to get from point A to point B. Um, but she suggested that I either hire a car and get up to Noosa or I train and she'll pick me up from the train station. Um, so we decided uh, that we would catch the train. So I, sh- I was going to meet her at um, Yamandi and she would pick me up from there. Um, however, the issue that I then encountered was that it was going to be a two-hour wait at the train station for like a regional train to Noosa yeah, only, or to Yamandi. Only two a day. So regional transport decided, vibes. <laughs> yeah, peace out. We love it. Sounds like Metro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so I then trained uh, to Kabulcha and she picked me up from there uh, and wow. I made it. I made it to Noosa. However, Briley and her grandmother and her mum 
uh, insisted that I stay with them that night and Hayden pick me up in the morning really? <laughs> from their place. Yeah. Which suited me because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right, all right. And I didn't hear from Hayden until about 2 p.m. that day. And he was like, I made it home. Because I didn't get, yeah, I didn't he get did it home. He did not make it home. He made it back. Well, to a friend's house. No, he made it back to your place, Pross. <laughs> yeah. My phone died. I slept at the beach. And then, um, then I walked around yeah. for a bit. And then I realized you guys weren't coming to pick me up. And then so I went, I caught a dare. I had to go one of those taxi stops. Thank God they still exist. And, uh, and then just waited for a taxi. And then, yeah, I got a taxi out to where we're staying, which was like 50 bucks. But yeah, I got there and it was after midday. Yeah, it, was, it was literally one o'clock. The point is that Hayden didn't pick me up from the airport and didn't get home to his place until 7 p.m. that night. What, oh. what would I have done? Just waited at the train station for him to come pick me up? <laughs> but, but you know how no, we I thought think of after, it. I think after a necessary amount of time, you, you, oh, you, yeah. you definitely made the right call early, but after a certain period of time, dipping was just the absolute only way to yeah, go. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I would have hitchhiked all the way to Noosa. But do you know how all the way to I made in. it up? I made it up to Jesse. <laughs> I bought her brunch. And that... Straight is up. the moral of this story. come full circle. <laughs> yeah. But that, that, it is the truly next day, the most important meal of the day. <laughs> Rebuilding friendship. The next day, Hayden picks me up. Hayden picks me up and he buys me food for the rest of the day. Yeah. And that made me happy. So Aww. we have no issues. Easy as that. Brunch. But I won't ever That's... ask him to pick me up from anywhere again. No, and that brunch was <laughs> expensive. So. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, Josie, thank you so much for coming on and sharing that eventually brunch-related story. Uh, it was great to take a trip down memory lane. What a classic weekend that was, by the way. But uh, good to hear that uh, you eventually made it to uh, the promised land that is Koran. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> there you go, Doss. Uh, Josie C there with uh, a, a classic story, really, from, from the good old days. One of the great New Year's Eve parties and um, celebrations uh, of all time, I would say, definitely of our lives in, in Koran. And uh, didn't start off too well for her, but clearly it sounded like brunch mended all the, the wounds and uh, life has gone on since. Brunch is the cure. Someone, if someone just gives brunch to Corona, we could be, we could be set. They could be satisfied. <laughs> That's all, all COVID, all Corona needs is a little, little brunch someone notification. Someone needs to take them and, out uh, yeah, the brunch. It's all sorted. <laughs> That's and secret. why wouldn't we be feeling yourselves? Because we've been following the road guide our entire lives and now we're spitting those gems of wisdom Oof. to uh, everyone that's listening. Quite frankly, you know, millions of listeners all across the world texting in, calling in. You know where to find us. Get in the DMs on Instagram. You know, message us. I don't know, DOS is more savvy with this podcast stuff, but I presume there's somewhere else that people can get in touch with us, DOS. Um, yeah, uh, we've got an email. <laughs> for the older the elder <laughs> listeners <laughs> our demographic you mean yeah. yeah other than that yeah it's uh yeah on instagram or if you're lucky enough you might bump into one of us on um tinder or hinge and uh yeah give us a like and uh we'll give you a link <laughs> link to the potty <laughs> yeah boys promoting and uh, I guess uh, on that note, stick around uh, next week, another thrilling installment of The Road Guide, giving you all the awful advice, perhaps, that uh, you need to, uh, to make the right decisions, uh, for better or for worse. Doss, pleasure joining you this afternoon. Anytime, mate. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Road Guide. We got you covered.